welcome to Psalm 66. All this while we had Psalms attributed to David since Psalms 50, but this Psalm and the following Psalm is not. That means we do not really know who wrote it, but it is compiled and is a part of the songbook that was to be used by the Israelites. Well, this Psalm is said to be recited on Easter Day by the Greek Church. It is described in the Greek Bible as a psalm of the resurrection because of its prophetic utterances to the regeneration of the world through the conversion of the Gentiles. Now it is indeed a beautiful psalm and includes both corporate and individual praise. That means the psalm is so appropriate to be read as a congregational psalm but also can be read individually in our private devotions. It begins by calling out everyone, all people of all places to praise God and to bless His holy name. Verses 1-2 to two says, Make a joyful shout to God all the earth. Sing out the honor of His name. Make His praise glorious. How awesome are your works, O God! Through the greatness of your power, your enemies shall submit themselves to you. All the earth shall worship you and sing praises to you. They shall sing praises to your name. Make a joyful shout to God all the earth. Please note that the Hebrew word for shout here is ruah which is often a battle cry and a cry associated with the victory won in cry. That means the praise of God referred here is an exuberant worship, a boisterous singing, a jubilant praise unto the Lord and the psalmist invites all the earth to praise God together. It also indicates that all the people of the world will see and acknowledge how great Yahweh is and will submit themselves to Him and will worship Him. Remember in Philippians chapter 2 verses 10 to 11, Paul reminds us that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God and the Father. Now from verses 5 to 7, the psalmist invites all to come and to see the works of God that makes him worthy of praise. He's inviting all the people to come to see the works of God that will make him worthy of praise. It is almost as if the psalmist is taking people by their hand and is leading them to the sight of God's mighty deeds. He's kind of saying, come, come, come on, come and see the works of God. He is awesome in his doing towards the sons of men. Now in one sense, isn't this what we are supposed to do? To lead men and women unto God through what He has done in our faith community. To tell guys, hey look, come, have a look at the community of faith that we are a part of and see how God the Almighty has transformed each one of our lives. It is Rick Warren who says, A transformed life is church's greatest testimony. A transformed life is church's greatest testimony. And may I ask, can we invite people to come and see, to take a look at God's mighty works in our community as people of faith? And would they see a high caste and a low caste sit together on the same bench at church? Would they see a white man and a black man fellowship with one another in church? Would they see a white collar and a blue collar kneel at the communion table? And if I may say, if they would see this happen, they will truly shout to God our Lord with exuberant praise for who else can break this age-old division but our Lord. Can I dare to ask you to invite people of the world to come and witness our faith communities, to witness our churches? But I'm afraid, I'm afraid if they would see any difference. I'm afraid if they would see any difference in our lives. It is sad, isn't it? Did you know one of the greatest hindrance to those outside of faith to believe in the gospel is the untransformed lives of those who claim the transformational power of Christ? 
but come on let us not be disappointed we can do it by loving god to do his mighty works in our communities so that we can tell others of what the lord has done in our lives so that we could testify of god's mighty deeds to people around us from verses 8 onwards samus puts the word blessing in perspective for us i would think this is a word that is so misunderstood today the samus is kind of saying god certainly blesses his people but sometimes the blessing is in a difficult testing yes god blesses his people but sometimes the blessing is in a difficult testing in other words god's protection does not rule out the possibility of suffering or affliction instead the samus describes god's discipline as a refining process again in verse 12 he says i give thanks for his leading us through the suffering he says you have refined us like silver is refined you brought us into the net you laid affliction on our backs you have caused men to ride over our heads we went through fire yes we went through water but you brought us out to rich fulfillment but you are god brought us out to rich fulfillment Isn't it Job who told his wife, "You dear, you speak as a foolish woman. Shall we indeed accept only good from God and not also accept adversity and disaster? If we accept blessings from God, we must accept trouble as well." And then Job goes on to say, "Yes, God tests me so that I may come out like gold." Remember, the rich fulfillment would never have come apart from the many difficulties. The rich fulfillment of life would never come apart from the many difficulties of life. And then when you read from verses 13 to 15, you have what is called as the individual aspect of praise. Here the psalmist says, "I will go into the house of God with burnt offerings. I will pay you my vows which my lips have uttered and my mouth has spoken when I was in trouble. I will offer you burnt sacrifices of fat animals with the sweet aroma of rams. I will offer bulls with goats." Now you know the psalmist had promised God certain sacrifices or gifts in gratitude for God's work when he was in trouble and he's kind of saying I will not sin by failing to bring this when God has now been merciful to me Now we must ask ourselves have I ever made a promise to God when I was going to the furnace of suffering did I keep those promises did I pay my vows which my lips had uttered And then from verses 16 to 19 the psalmist is calling everyone to come and witness his life to come and to see his life. Now earlier he was calling people of the world to witness the community of God and to see for themselves what God had done. But now he says come come see my life let me testify what the Lord has done for me. I will declare his praise through his works in my life. Now can we do that? Can we dare to have people take a look at our lives, our families? Would they see a transformed life where the old is gone and the new has come, where the old is crucified and the new life that we love will live in the power of God? Would they see a sinner saved by grace living victoriously for Jesus? Would they see our lives and shout for praise unto God who has transformed each one of our lives? Can you imagine what a witness a transformed life is for Jesus, isn't it? Now what a beautiful psalm this is allowing us to introspect our life from different angles a psalm that calls us to shout our praise to God to shout exuberantly unto the Lord in worship a psalm that calls us to become vulnerable by calling people of the world to come to take a look at our communities so that the people of the world may see how great our God is how great the work of God is in his transformational power exhibited in the life of the community 
a psalm that reminds us that the blessing of God also comes through the time of refinement and also a psalm that reminds us to offer our promises to God. Wow, praise be to God for this wonderful psalm and I pray that the Lord will truly bless us through this psalm. Shall we pray? Loving Father, I lift up my voice in praise to your glorious name for you alone are worthy. You alone are the Lord Almighty. You have saved me from the pit and set my feet on the rock of my salvation. How awesome are your deeds and I love you, O Lord. Lord, give me the courage to invite people to see your mighty works in my faith community and in my personal life, that they truly will worship God, that they will truly see how great and awesome the Lord I worship. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.